offshore, leaving only cobblestones, and smaller waves push it back in the summer. One thing all beaches have in common is that they're always shifting, wave by wave over years or overnight with a storm. For much of the 20th century, people tried to hold beaches in place by building groins, lines of rock or wood pylons protruding from the shore. But groins robbed downdrift beaches of sand that would have come their way, creating new erosion problems. Some came to be called spite groins. Seawalls made things worse, further blocking the natural movement of sand and forcing waves back onto the shore, scouring away the beach. By the 1970s, there was very little beach left on Miami Beach or shore at the Jersey Shore. So a new response became popular add sand. That job largely fell to the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Dredges floated offshore, extending scoops or hoses tipped with cutter heads into the seafloor and piping sand back onto the eroding beach. Nourishment, as the practice is called, maintained the beach. But it was also an admission that there would never be a permanent solution to fixing the shore in place. Once you start nourishing a beach, you can never stop. Its equilibrium state lies elsewhere, and wave after wave will eat away at the shore, and you'll keep having to find new sand to replace it. Sand seems like an infinite resource, but it isn't. You can't just put any kind of sand on a beach. Forget about the thousands of miles of dunes in the Sahara and Gobi. Rounded by wind, those grains are too smooth. Sand made by crushing rock is too jagged. Stones worn down by rivers and waves over millennia is ideal, but even then it has to be the right type. If the grains are too small, they wash away quickly, too large, and the beach becomes a steep bank. If they're the wrong density or wrong shape, say plate-like shards of broken shells, they'll float in the water, causing clouds. If the sand is too dark, it will trap heat and can shift the gender of sea turtles born there. You want to match the native sand as close as you can, says Kevin Boge, a coastal engineering consultant. That sand was there for a reason. Tremendous amounts of ocean sand gets used for land reclamation and construction. Countries use it to extend their borders, like Singapore and China, which has built seven new islands in the South China Sea. Billions of tons of sand gets poured into concrete. A United Nations report on sand shortages found that up to 60 billion tons of sand and gravel are mined each year, more than twice the amount moved by all the rivers in the world, which, the report notes, makes humankind the largest of the planet's transforming agents with respect to aggregates. The United States has lined its coasts with over a billion cubic yards of sand, at a cost of $8.6 billion, according to a database maintained by Andy Coburn at Western Carolina University's Program for the Study of Developed Shorelines. All that sand inevitably washes back into the sea. Sometimes waves bring it back, but for the most part it's lost to us. If it's sucked out past a certain depth, it's scattered along the continental shelf, too dispersed to be gathered back. With sea levels rising, demand for beach sand is only going to grow. About 57% of the coast in the lower 48 states is already eroding, according to the USGS.
every single coastal erosion problem we have right now is only going to get worse, not better, Young says. It's only going to erode faster, not slower, require more sand, not less. Gradually now, but soon overwhelmingly, every coastline is going to want to move inland. Young foresees a future of rising costs and conflict over diminishing sand. If you want to invest, buy a dredge. No state requires more sand than Florida, which sits in the middle of Hurricane Alley and has the longest coastline after Alaska. Half of the 825 miles of beaches, monitored by the state's Department of Environmental Protection, are designated as critically eroding. From Daytona Beach to the Kennedy Space Center on Cape Canaveral to the shore in front of Mar-a-Lago, the Palm Beach estate of President-elect Donald Trump. On July 31, 2015, the Army Corps released a plan for patching eroding...